This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast, part of the 24-7 sports podcast family. Thanks for listening to us as we are now at the start of spring ball, uh, the first day of practice has wrapped up. The players are just in shorts and helmets, but we're still going to wrap up our previews of uh, the positions before hopefully they're in pads and and uh, have you guys on your way with every position preview uh, by the end of this week. So I'm Billy Ambody. With me is Sonny Ship, And today we are breaking down the linebacker group, which really after last year entering, entering the season with Damone Clark, uh, Jabril Cox, some of those players uh, that were on their way back or, or excuse me, expected to make big waves, which Jabril Cox did. But it was Micah Baskerville who kind of surprised and overtook Damone Clark. And then you had this this spring, Micah Baskerville taking a leave uh, to focus on academics. Jabril Cox is off to the NFL. And before you know it, this linebacker group has a lot of questions. But it also has a lot of newcomers. You talk about signing Navantek Strong out of the junior college ranks, the number one JUCO middle linebacker. You add signees like Greg Penn uh, into the mix. And then you add this summer Clemson transfer Mike Jones Jr. So, Sonny, this is an intriguing group, but it's also really competitive because there is a lot of playing time up for grabs. Obviously, Micah Baskerville won't be here this spring to make a claim to that. But Damone Clark is back. He's been praised for his leadership once again. What is your overall sense of coming off the 2020 season, where this group is at for Blake Baker as he takes over as linebackers coach? Well, I think it's a, it's, it's a huge unknown, and, and strictly because you mentioned Mike Jones Jr., the Clemson transfer. He's not taking part in spring uh, practice. Now Baskerville's not taking part in spring practice. Greg Penn third won't be on campus until uh, late May when they get uh, – summer workouts underway but when you go back and when you look at it you know i think penn baskerville and uh and jones they have a chance to give you the biggest impact at the linebacker position if you go back and you look at last year um you know michael baskerville he 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 kind of shored up the uh the inside linebacker position when he kind of took over for demon clark so with him not there with jones not there a guy who um, you know, I, I think all bets are on him to man the, the will linebacker spot in Blake Baker's defense. And then you have Greg Penn, who's a guy who could who could really push for some early playing time, I think, at Mike linebacker just because they're, you know, because there's not much depth there at all. And so when you look at what Baker really has to work with this spring, I think you're going to see LSU in a lot of nickel. I think you're going to see him really working on that nickel package because you don't have a lot of bodies. Uh, you know, we even saw Sony Fanua was working out with the uh, with the linebackers, and we're talking about a, a guy who's listed at 268 pounds on the roster. Well, I, you know, 
I think I think Fanua is kind of is kind of a, a tweener at between defensive end and between linebacker. You know, I, I don't think he really has a a spot on that defense right now just because he's kind of a you know kind, kind of a man in between positions. I guess you could look at it. So it's going to be interesting to see how much they get, how much they're able to get accomplished, and 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 if someone is able to make a move that like that we wouldn't expect. You know, like a guy like Fanua. Right. And I think when the big key is that nickel that you mentioned, and and they're not going to have to work with, you know, three linebackers on the field all that often, just because of the way the spread offenses are going. Now, do we see a rotation and let it work itself out? Uh, All bets are that Mike, Mike Basterville is going to end up coming back this summer, which is a good thing, but you've also got Navin tech strong who, I mean, you sign the number one junior college linebacker in the country. You expect him to play and play a lot. Uh, So where does he fit in? Can he end up starting? Uh, same with Mike Jones Jr. How do they play him? And you mentioned Xavier Carter, and he was a forgotten guy because, quite honestly, I figured he maybe would have gotten some burn at defensive end to start off. And then you have Philip Webb playing at defensive end right now. You have, you know, Josh White. We didn't see him in the video, so maybe that was just kind of a weird thing. Uh, but we'll continue to kind of check in on him. And then Antoine Sampa as well, who's who's coming back. And and you would think he's in a lot better I'd say shape uh, than he was when he was coming off of a torn ACL when he got on campus last year at LSU. So there's a lot of unknowns. I, I think for me, I'm watching Damone Clark to, I think w- one thing for him is is to just kind of settle down. He, he's a very, very athletic player. Uh, he does have a, a real good sense of size. I think you could see him come off the edge a little bit. They could use them like that. We'll see how how they use some of these linebackers with with that length like like Damone Clark has, but you know, with the what the with, with the way he's been praised, you got to think that they're liking what they're seeing initially from football school to fourth quarter program. They're just in shorts now as we're we're continuing this preview series, but I think Damone Clark is somebody that, you know, you would think in this defense uh, as he gets into that second year of, of let's call it major playing time, starting starting experience, uh, can take a step forward. And if Josh White is in fact with the team, with the way spread offenses are now, and you haven't you having to defend them, you know, sideline to sideline, and you know all the space you have to account for, his speed is an X factor here if he can uh, figure it out. And I know there was a picture of him during the fourth quarter program where he was seriously bulked up. So. Uh, I think uh, Josh White could be a surprise guy if he is indeed with the team. We'll ask Ed Ogeron about that next time we get him. Yeah, for me, while Bill, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, who are going to be your your three linebackers because you alluded to it earlier that LSU is going to be in nickel so much of the time. So it's for, for me, it's all about who is going to be the best linebacker to pair with Mike Jones, because I think Mike Jones is an absolute, uh, you know, I think he's a perfect fit for, uh, for playing uh, Nick for playing linebacker in the nickel defense. He's, uh, you know, he's athletic. He can cover. He can run. And uh, and I think he's going to fit in very nicely. And so you mentioned Damon Clark. And, and so I, I look at it to where you've got a bunch of guys competing to say, OK, who is going to be that? You know, who is going to be that linebacker next to Mike Jones? I may be I may be reaching a little bit there. I may be giving Mike Jones. Uh, maybe a little more credit than, uh, you know, than he deserves since he hasn't played, a, didn't play a ton at Clemson. Uh, 
but for me, that's kind of how I look at it. Is it, you know, is it Baskerville and Jones? Is it Clark and Jones? Is it strong and Jones? What about Josh White and Jones? Like you said, and, and, and I think, but I think you also have a little bit of flexibility because I think Josh White can kind of the, the way that we saw him move in the limited reps that he got last year, the way that we saw him run. I think he's a guy who may be kind of in that same mold. If he's still in that 210 to 215 to 220 range. Right. And, and Mike Jones, you know, he, I think the thing about him is he he's really from what I've gathered from talking with people at Clemson. I mean, he's got that high IQ. He's, he's certainly a leader. They, they, they added a really high character player in Mike Jones. Uh, and when he gets on campus, uh, you know, that'll be big. Um, the thing is, is he's going to have to learn this defense just like everyone else. I don't know uh, how well he's going to be able to adjust to the speed of the sec. Obviously, uh, people who look at Clemson and, and you know, especially the, the LSU fans that always talk about how, you know, Clemson plays no one. Well, he's got to contend with a lot of athletic players uh, in the SEC. And uh, but look, with the linebacker group, they needed to do something. They needed to bring in a player that has uh, played, you know, I think on the, the highest level, they've played for a national championship at Clemson and and has that experience. And He's he certainly played a, enough to uh, warrant some optimism about what he could bring, but this whole group is such a surprise, I, I, or or it's gonna, you know, either be a boom or bust, you know, kind of surprise group. I think when it all comes together, because we have these players that have been at LSU for you know what seems like a while, in Micah Baskerville, Damone Clark, guys like that, and then you add in the Navantech Strong, uh, you add in Mike Jones Jr., um, you have the younger linebackers that are coming up. I think the unknown is is such a big uh, storyline with this linebacker group. But if it's me and I'm looking to predict kind of the the starters to to open up the season, and let's say Micah Baskerville's back, I still think you probably see if we're going three, you see some, you see Damone Clark, Micah Baskerville, and and Mike Jones Jr. If you're seeing two, I think more likely than not you're going to see Micah Baskerville and Mike Jones Jr. if he could pick everything up fairly quickly because he has that ability to play in space in the nickel. I think you could see it really a rotation of that three, though, just because Damone Clark has that size that Mike Jones Jr. might not, not necessarily have. Um, so I, I think they're going to be toying with it a little bit. I, I think but facing UCLA week one kind of helps. It's a marquee game. It's a marquee name, but you know, it's not the UCLA of old by any means. So I think they'll be able to toy around with it uh, in, in, a, in a little bit of that sense. But um, I, I'm going with Micah Baskerville and Mike Jones uh, Jr. To, to probably end up being those starters. Yeah, and, and I guess I'm a little bit I'm a little bit different. I look at Demond Clark, and I agree with you about the size. I, I think he's got some athleticism. I think he's got some speed. His instincts and the technique that he played with and the angles he took last year was just so bad. And we heard all the same stuff last, um, you know, in fall camp during the summer about Damon Clark and how good he was going to be and how much of a leader he was and, and how hard he worked and things like that. But when it came time to, to putting it together on the field, he just had a really, really – really rough season and um so you know if if i had to base it off of what Navante strong did in junior college being the number one middle linebacker uh, inside linebacker in junior college coming out 
And then looking at what Clark did last year, Clark has to show me this spring that he has made a major transformation because otherwise I, I look at strong. I look at him on film. I like his instincts. I like the, I like the nose for the ball. He just has a feel for playing in the middle. So if I'm going three line, three middle, three linebackers, I'm probably putting strong in the middle and then, um, and, and then flanking on the other side of Jones, either Clark or either the Clark or Baskerville. Uh, now for, if you're looking at nickel, I think I think Jones has a spot as a as a three down linebacker. I think he's going to make that same type of impact that Jabril Cox made. He'll be a starter from day one. Uh, I, I just think that he's going to be that good. And then I, I think in nickel, I think it's kind of up for grabs. You know, I, I think you could really look at you could look at Clark, you could look at Baskerville, you could even look at Josh White and and, and see if one of those guys can, uh, you know, how they how they play in coverage. So, but I'm with you. I'm anxious to see how it how it kind of shapes up this spring to give you a better idea of, of what the fall camp battles are going to look like, because whatever they leave this spring with, as far as a starting group goes, I don't think that's going to be the starting group when they take the field against UCLA. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and look, this, this, this group will have plenty of opportunities to showcase uh, what it'll bring, obviously without Mike Baskerville and Mike Jones Jr. So it'll, it'll be really what we're talking about right now, it'll be that way in August. It'll be an unknown. It'll be a position group that has a lot of questions that needs to be answered. Uh, and so we're looking forward to watching the spring, but this is going to play out far beyond the April 17th spring game in Tiger Stadium at noon, which will be streamed on the SEC Plus channel. So not on the SEC Network. That was just announced today as we're recording this. So with that, guys, we're going to shut down this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast position preview edition we will catch you next time we'll round it out with the secondary we're going to do the corners and the safeties all in one a quick reminder to leave us a rating leave us a review and subscribe to the go 24 7 podcast for sunny ship i'm billy embody thanks for listening okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.